Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily D.C., Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Elizabeth Warren and her Native American ancestry, or lack thereof. You may recall that it has been almost a year since Elizabeth Warren rolled out that slickly produced video where she announced DNA results, hoping to put the whole issue that has dogged her political career since 2012, when she ran for the United States Senate, about her claim to Native American ancestry. Well, you may know by now, the DNA test she did did anything but put to rest that issue. It's something that President Trump has seized on as the the way he wants to frame Elizabeth Warren. He uses uh, the ethnic slur, Pocahontas, he calls her. And he recently, as recently as his rally in New Hampshire last week, once again bemoaned the fact that he rolled out that nickname too early and that he... He's going to have to be able to use it again if Elizabeth Warren rises the one as the nominee in the Democratic Party. Elizabeth Warren, who is so comfortable in her skin in like every other realm of the campaign and anything she's asked about or talked about, this is one area that has clearly been an area of discomfort for her. She has in the past apologized to Cherokee Nation when they put out a statement in response to her DNA test, and yet... She's never been able to completely resolve the issue. It comes up. Some voters will bring it up. Some Democrats who like Elizabeth Warren but are worried that it may impede her ability to win the election. So today, Elizabeth Warren was in Sioux City, Iowa. Several other presidential contenders were there as well to appear before a Native American group and take questions from Native American leaders. And Warren clearly went in wanting to lean into policy, as she does more often than not. You know, on Friday, she had rolled out a legislative plan with Deb Holland, one of the two first Native American women to serve in Congress and who has endorsed Elizabeth Warren. And Congresswoman Holland was there at the event in Sioux City. And Elizabeth Warren clearly wasn't going to wait to see if she got a question about her past with the Native American issue. She dealt with it head on in her opening comments. I want you to hear Elizabeth Warren offer up yet another apology today on this issue. And she just dealt with it straight off the bat when she entered the theater and and took the stage in Sioux City today. Here's Elizabeth Warren. Hello. I want to pay my respects. Uh, That's an extraordinary introduction. And I feel so um, cared for by the women who walked me out. Thank you very much. Uh, Deb, thank you for the generous introduction. Deb has been such a good partner and such a good friend. And I stand here and I see so many people I've had a chance to work with on issues like preventing suicide and missing and murdered indigenous women and trying to get full funding for health care and for housing. 
I see young leaders who come and talk to me about the new businesses they're starting on tribal lands, uh, graduates of our tribal colleges who have innovative ideas, uh, tribal leaders who remind me every day how much our tribes serve their citizens and their neighbors. The message I hear from Indian country is one of resilience and hope. Now, before I go any further in this, I want to say this. Like anyone who's being honest with themselves, I know that I have made mistakes. I am sorry for harm I have caused. I have listened and I have learned a lot. And I am grateful for the many conversations that we've had together. It is a great honor to be able to partner with Indian country. And that's what I've tried to do as a senator. And that's what I promise I will do as president of the United States of America. So once again, Elizabeth Warren offering this time a broader apology about getting it wrong, you know, and owning up to that, looking inwardly at herself and owning up to her mistakes on this. And once again, constantly trying to incorporate into her remarks today her desire to partner with the Native American community on the policies that she's proposed and and on her campaign uh, more broadly. MJ Lee, our correspondent who covers Elizabeth Warren, my colleague, she also mentions that Elizabeth Warren's campaign has just rebooted its website. And the quote-unquote fact squad section that looks to push back on things the campaign thinks are untrue or not properly contextualized in articles about them. And as MJ had reported, what is gone from that fact squad section of the website now is that DNA video. That slickly produced video that they put out nearly a year ago is now gone from the Elizabeth Warren website. It had lived there all, all along. Obviously, you can still see it on YouTube or elsewhere, I'm sure. But now the only thing that's included in this family section of the uh, Fact Squad piece of the website is the Boston Globe article that exonerated her from after an exhaustive investigation from any of her hirings or any job she had was not a result, the evidence showed, of her claim of Native American ancestry. So uh, that's what the website now plays up. But no video of the DNA test, which clearly was botched if she's still sort of apologizing for how she handled it. The question is, from here forward, if Elizabeth Warren is the nominee and if Donald Trump lives up to his promise that he's going to revive the ethnic slur nickname and make this sort of how he frames Elizabeth Warren, then there's probably nothing she could do to put it fully at rest. She just needs to sort of mitigate it as a negative. And today, this was the most high-profile moment of her presidential campaign thus far in terms of this issue, sort of stepping into a Native American forum and dealing with it head-on is how she chose to deal with it. And she did not get questions on it. She also didn't meet with the press afterwards immediately, so maybe she'll get more questions to come from the press. But in terms of the Native American leadership on the stage, this was not an issue that they were pressing her on. And again, as you just heard, it is one, though, that she didn't ignore. And she probably wanted to avoid those headlines of Warren ignores controversy. So instead, once again, has a round of headlines about her offering up an apology 
about an issue that she no doubt wishes was put to rest and and far behind her. But I think we can safely say, after it's been with her for the last seven years, if indeed Elizabeth Warren is the nominee, the idea that this issue is not going to emerge in the election for her to still have to grapple with, I think would be a little fantasy. Clearly, if she's the nominee, she is still going to have to deal with it, but she's laying down a track record of what she can point to of her past apologies on this matter and her attempt to craft policy and partner with the Native American community. Uh, She'll continue to point to those things while she no doubt still has to address the fundamental question of why she had been claiming Native American ancestry and and if she believes that there's more for her to offer in terms of apologies or recognition or if she believes she said everything she needs to say on the matter. But this was Elizabeth Warren dealing with one of her Achilles heels today on the campaign trail. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.